and I know today is going to be a special day in Jesus' name. So it's been declared as our month of... It's our month of abounding grace. Amen. The grace of God abounding towards us. Hallelujah. Who can remind me of the scripture for the abounding grace? It's in Corinth. It's in Corinthians. One of the Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Okay. Chapter what? That's promise for the week. Promise for the week is yes. Second Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14. The promise of the month abounding grace. Really? You want the media to put it up? Hey, I have that time today. I have the time today. It's in 2 Corinthians. Chapter what? I heard chapter, chapter what? I should search for it. I should look for it. Amen. The grace of Jesus Christ. If I hear 13, 14 again, I already told that 13, 14 is promised for the week. Same second Corinthians. Amen. All right. Let's go to chapter 9, verse 8. Right now, for now, I want to always see these faces every Wednesday. In fact, every day of the service. If you are not here, just know that I'm coming for you. Really? So now who can tell me promise of the month? Second Corinthians chapter what? If Mrs. Adiolu was here now, she would have. I'm sure probably she's watching. Maybe she would have answered online. Can you imagine? You always rely. I, I will tell her not to, to stop. To stop answering. Amen. It's okay. It's okay. Chapter 9, verse 8. That is it. And God is what? Able to make all grace abound to you so that in all things at all times having all that you need you will abound in every good work that means there is no time we should lack anything it says having all that you what that you need how many of us have some prayer points that we think God has not answered or that is yet to answer. Be bold. Be bold. You remember your prayer point that God has not answered. But the word, the, the promise of the month, you did not remember. Say, ha, ah, this mistake alone, PF will keep referring to it. It is well with us in Jesus' name. 
the word of God that is needed, that we eat, that is really our sword to even get that which we, we need. We can't remember, we can, but can still remember the prayer points. Don't worry, we are, st- we are still, we are gathering strength. Hallelujah. It says, and God is able. That means it is not impossible for God, right? That means it is possible for God to do what? To make all grace abound to us. How many of us have heard this? Oh, you have grace for this one. Ah, me, I don't have grace for that one. Have you heard of that before? So, you know, most of the time it looks as if we have actually imbibed that and we think, oh, that's normal. It has grace. Me, I don't have grace in this area. Can we match this particular uh, verse to, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me? Can we also look at what Pastor said on Sunday? When he said that you cannot separate grace and Jesus Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And God is able to make all grace abound towards us. And then looking at that, it says so that in all things, at all times. That means in and out of season, in anything that you do. He said having all that you need, you will what? Abound in everything. Every good works, I can do all things through Christ. Every good works, all things. Are you seeing? The, you can write it down and begin to see. We're going to do it like it's mathematics kind of thing today. Okay? You know, write it down. All things, every good work through Christ. Do you understand? Doing all things, being abounding in grace with in all things and what and all things and God being able to make all these things available towards us. All right, I just want to establish certain things. So, what do we think about when people say that? Well, they don't have grace for this. Um, they don't. Well, uh, you have that grace and all that, and a lot. Almost everyone here said, yes, they've heard about it. And it looks like it resonates with us. It looks like we sit well with it, right? Like it's normal. Like, yeah, it even sounds scriptural. Like, am I talking to you? It sounds, it sounds like, yeah, this is sound. That's true. Grace is different. We all carry different grace. And then Apostle Paul kept saying that, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Did he say be with some people? Or did he say that may some grace of Jesus Christ be with some of you and some other grace of Jesus Christ be with some of you? No. That means grace is, is like a common, a common denominator. Do we get that now? It's a common denominator. It's that kind of denominator that all numbers can divide, multiply. Do you understand? Do you remember fractions? I was like fractions when we were in school. Some people don't like it. Ah, mathematics, please don't bring me there. <laughs> all right. It's a common denominator where all factors really are all numbers. Prime, whatever the numbers can easily divide and so it's just like that that means grace is common to all it is general it's something that everyone should have just like oxygen can we relate that now in case we are trying to okay we can relate that to oxygen every human being anyone living breathing what 
I want to hear you. You oxygen. Are you not? Are you afraid? <laughs> Beautiful. Every human, both black, white, or is there white oxygen? Maybe for each color. Maybe there is black oxygen because we are black, right? For men of color, you is colored oxygen. Is there anything like that? Everyone, even water, must be H2O. That is hydrogen and then oxygen, right? A, a very clean water anyway, not the one that is uh, impure or contaminated. So grace is just like that. Are you with me now? So grace is not something that is just peculiar to certain set of people. Or grace is not just something that is being given to certain set of people because they have worked hard for it. Grace is not an award. Are you with me? You know, when you have worked for some things, at some point, it's, ah, the guy deserves an... Right? Say, the guy deserves an award. It's not like that. It's something that while we're yet sinners, while we have no idea, even before we were born, Christ already died. That is why it's not of works, lest any what any man should boast. There was a time I said grace is an enabler. It's, it's, it opens your eyes to show that or for you to see that you can do something. And that is when you can say, I can do all things through Christ. Who what? Strengthens me. He didn't just say, oh, now that I have grace, I can do all things. It's telling us that Christ has made grace available to do all things. Are you with me? So I want to ask, because I want us to bring it really home. It's Wednesday. It's a time of interaction. I won't mind if someone can be on YouTube so that if anyone is having a question and all that, we can have that in. I want to ask, what are the things that you have actually put aside? You know, you've, you've, you've desired it so much. You aspired, you know, sometimes you even have this quote, you don't aspire to perspire, to refire, even when you retire, relax, to refire. You know, the... <laughs> Amen. Like, how many times have you really, really refired? And say, ah, this thing. Ah. Then at some point, well, it's like I don't have grace for it. Let me just push it aside. How many things, really? Can you share some things that even right now, like, ah, PF is not, if not because you are just saying it, I've forgotten about it because I've, I've, ah, I've trashed it a long time ago because I think I don't have grace for it. Let's go. What are the things? Yes, it's a question. The question again. I said, what are the things that you think um, probably before you have desired so much? Or even it's been on your to-do list that, oh, I can't do this thing. I want to do this, this thing and all of that. But because you've tried, you've tried to do one or two things and just to bring it to bear, but nothing is coming for so at some point you just have to say oh i think i don't have grace for this 
basically, most of the time, because of what people say, oh, you have grace for this one. Is you that you have grace for? Ah, me, I don't, I'm, do you understand? I don't. Though you know that inside of you, you desire this kind of thing, but because you couldn't bring it to bear, you just had to trash it. You just had to let go. In a conclusion that, oh, you don't have grace for it. Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay. Anytime I see um, my fellow singers do oriki, what is your bar? I'm always wanting to do it. I'll go back to YouTube. I'll start checking. I'll start, oh God, I want to do this. I'll try. I'll write. I even want to cram. But at the end of the day, I'll still not do it. I'll still not get it. So I'll just leave it at, oh, I'm not called for this one, Jerry. Let me just do the one that I know. Beautiful. Because I said, let me just do the one that I know. Knowledge is not limit. At that point in time, there is a limit that you have created. Amen. I'm still going to come to that. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing, sharing that with us. Who else? Who else? Grace is available. For me to be singing, Grace is, I'm a composer now. Grace is available. I'm telling you. <laughs> grace. Grace is available. It's our month of grace. Who else? Let's go, let's go, quickly. Um, that, that chant, is it that? I like bad I know. I love what I love. Kabi esire. Eru jeje timi gbo kiji kiji e kumoko farao. Ajoke aye. Oba mi ashake oru. Bongo idile jese. Ogbe ni nija keru obo nija. Kabi esire. I'm just singing. You know. <laughs> it is grace. <laughs> can you imagine someone that can go on different keys? Say you got me that I don't know keys ever. I can see. So grace is available. <laughs> grace is available. Now, that said, with a scenario, she desired it so much. Okay. She desired it so much. From her course, she even tried to look around for YouTube. How do they do it? You will know she desired, but there's still a place of connection. And that can be found in the depth of meditation and fellowship. Fellowship more in Thanksgiving. You will see it come to bear. It's, it just wells up. You know, when they are trying to think who God is, who he has really been to you. That is where it's for me. Well, for me. All right. But I'm telling you, that is usually the secret of where people bring in songs. It's a place. It's not just, you don't just form it. Fellowship. Who remembers the promise for this week? Second Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. What does it say? Amen. Now, that, that particular verse, there's hardly any gathering, even if it is not church, even if they want to round up and they just say, let's say the grace. Because let me tell you, the beginning and the end of your journey is within that. 
in fulfilling purpose is within the three things that is being mentioned. The grace of Jesus Christ, the death of the love of God for us, and then the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Anything, find it out. Anything. Through the grace of God, we are made God's sons. And then, knowing the love of Christ, the depth of it, that propels us each day that even when condemnation comes, when the enemy wants to condemn us, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Through the grace of God and his love. Hallelujah. I don't want to digress. What else? Nobody has shared. She, she has only shared her, her own. And I'm telling you, you can get that in the place of fellowship. Beautiful. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, I think um, my own is in the place of um, writing. Beautiful. When I was in school, like secondary school, I like I like reading, I like writing. But at a point... I stopped writing. So when in the last last two years, I started learning. Uh, now I, I started practically learning how to do this copywriting stuff, and I started reading. I started writing. They would tell me you need to read a lot. You need to write a lot. I write it out, not just reading it. So now in my place of work, I still find myself in the place of writing. <laughs> And there's this other lady, she's a product designer, but she, she, the way she twists words, if I finish writing, the way, the way she edits it, and put in some fine, fine words that, you know, that, uh, I see this one went to, this one has the grace of, right, like, I mean, I'm still learning. Well, she, she, does not learn, she didn't learn it, like, it's not as if she went to school to learn it. She, she, all she does is designing. But if she twists all those words and bring everything together to me and say, you know, is this what I actually wrote? She, she, she only just need idea. She can twist the words. So I, I used to admire her and be like, ah, I wish I can <laughs> like this. But I'm still in the process of learning anyway. So that's, but I just feel like she has the grace for it. She doesn't need to learn it. Hmm. So in that way, you have defined grace. So what is grace? Please give admin. What is grace? Everyone, what's, what do we think grace is? Free gift. Grace is a gift. Unmerited favor. Unmerited gift. Beautiful. What else? From what I want to use the, her, her own context. Like how is that she has grace for it? So that means she has unmerited favor for writing. Beautiful. Do we agree? Okay, yeah, grace is like an it's enablement. Like, uh, I can relate it to power, the ability to do work. Something like that. Okay, like okay, like, like power, yes. Ability to do, to work. do work. Yay, promise, you're welcome. Good to see you. Yes? I thought you wanted to say something. Why are you not saying something? 
All right. Like ability, he said he wants to relate it to work, like in physics, ability to do work, right? First times, what is work? First times distance now. Abby? But why are you looking at me like that? It's first time distance. I'm, I'm speaking very correct. Okay. But why are you looking at me? I went to school now. <laughs> ah, ah, no, I can't. We, we, we cannot forget. All of us, we can't forget. Amen. So, the ability to do work, force. There's a force behind it. And then there's a distance, there's a limit, there's a push. Do you understand that you can really go with it? Now, Imagine this is just a circumference, all right? This is just a circumference, and let's look at this area as um, a, 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 what do you call it now? Like a fence, like a boundary. Do you understand that if once this phone is moving, it is passing its boundary, <laughs> right? It's stepping away from its boundary and if it goes beyond that it will do what? It will drop. Now this phone will do well will not break if it stays within this circumference. So what you are saying now is that for example she has grace to write and that grace functions all around here. If she tries to do any other thing outside that, she will double. That you are saying that our enablement is just within this alone. In excellence, right? Let's put it like that because from what she said, right, she's excellent. She's an excellent writer. She's an excellent product manager, a product design. Someone that is designing product will bring it in from the perspective of marketing. That by the time you are reading that you want to, you will want to buy that product. It's different from when I'm not selling anything and then you just say, okay, write on this tab. What I will write will be different from someone that wants to sell this tab. So sometimes what differs Majorly is the focus with which you are directing the enablement that you have. What is available to her is also what's available to you. As a matter of fact, if you are a product designer, you will do that. I'm not sure if you're getting me now. So everyone is enabled to function in the capacity or in the area that you are meant to function, in that space where you are meant to do what? To focus on. I once gave a, 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 a message on that. I think Tolu and me was just two or three years old. Then I, you know, I get up early and then I make confession, uh, confessions and then I say, I can do all things to Christ's strength. And then I'll tell him to say, then somebody just look at him and say, Mommy, don't do all things again. <laughs> And I'm like, say yes, because you'll be tired. Won't you be tired doing all things? You, do you want to drive the truck? Do you want to take the car? Do you understand? You can't do all things. As two-year-old as he, 
do you understand? That brought in a message to me. Yes, I can do all things, but anything I lay my hands upon must be excellent. Do you understand now? Now we all have that grace. It's the same measure of grace. But anything that you do, you have the full measure of that grace. As that person is being a product designer excellently, you have the grace to be a content writer excellently. Do you understand now? You have the grace to be a designer excellent. You have the grace to be an excellent teacher. That your student you always want to look after. Ah, forget it. If also person teaches you, you will never forget that thing. Have you? you know, there are some of our teachers that you know that you, you always look forward to being in their class. And people, some, some, and while you look forward to being in their class, some people say they don't even understand this teacher. Because their way of teaching comes with your own way of understanding. They are still what excellent teachers. Before that, you are all together. Some of you like me. Some of you, it's Pastor Tolu's teaching that I like. Pastor Tolu will not ask you too many questions. Pastor, forget that I will be firing you. I like to be in. So, so, do you understand? And But really, it's still directed at what? At teaching. So that same grace, ability to do work in what direction? Moving A to B or moving B to C or moving C to D. It's that we have that enablement, enablement to do all things in all what good works. Every one of us, do we work at, in the same place? Why? Because you have decided to choose a focus to where you will direct your energy. Now it will be it, it, it will be something substandard if where you are working, you are not producing excellently. That is where a question will be raised that are you fulfilling purpose? I'm leading us to a place of fulfilling purpose now. Jesus Christ had the grace. One of the grace of Jesus Christ is the grace to fulfill purpose. He fulfilled purpose. John the Baptist fulfilled purpose. Are you with me? John the Baptist was killed. Jesus Christ was killed. The way they died is what? Different. And yet, they both died. Right? But one resurrected. The other one did not resurrect. Because that was not his purpose. Are you with me? What am I trying to say? We are on a journey, but different way. It might even look like it ends the same way, but we still have different purpose, different grace that we really, really must fulfill in that area. John the Baptist's purpose is his purpose is still around Jesus Christ. Do, do we understand now? He fulfilled purpose yet around Jesus. Around that grace. As a matter of fact, he started his ministry before Jesus Christ started his. And it's in his ministry that Jesus Christ got baptized. And he didn't still make himself the greatest of all because, oh, now that I baptize our Lord. <laughs> you know. Most times when we are enabled and then we function excellently, something creeps in and that is what we call pride. 
in fulfilling purpose, one of the hindrances, even when we know that we have been enabled with the grace, all right? I think I've, I've been able to explain what that grace is and the enablement and then in our focus, right? In fulfilling what everyone has a whole beauty for. Now, in fulfilling that purpose and all of that, do we still have, are we still in that place of obedience? Or at some point, it gets to a place of disobedience. I said the grace of Jesus Christ is a grace of humility. He submitted himself to John to baptize him. At some point, John said, no, 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 no. <laughs> you are my ogre. I understand. <laughs> you should be the one to baptize me. Yes, I've been baptizing people. Know, but now that you have come, you should be the one to. You should right away do what? Take over. Because I know that you are the Messiah. I know that. He said, no, let it be according as it is what written. That is the essence that even the fact that we've received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we still have to always meditate, study the word of God. So that we can know and to be able to do as it is written. I'm still coming to fulfilling purpose as it is written. He said, and then I said, he has the grace to do what to fulfill purpose. He lived as a son of God. He said, as the father speaks to me, so also I am. That way I do what I speak to you. Then he said to obey. And then the grace to love, the grace to fulfill, the grace of not to be, of not being complacent. Grace to submit. Then here, this is what I really, really want us to do. I said, a moment of submission releases revelation and instruction. How many of us have heard God before? The Holy Spirit, you, you've heard him before. Okay, let me help us a little bit. Maybe you know that sometimes something, something told you something, and then in the end, that something happened. Okay, ah, and something told me that. Thing. How many of us? Mm-hmm. Raise your hand. How many of you know that that's something? beautiful. Now, let me explain to you. That something is the Holy Spirit. Because in the end, the fact that he told you and then, ah, maybe either you obey or you disobey. The thing shall happen, shall? Do you understand? Ah, something told me. Don't worry. Something is not a living thing. So, right? Something is, uh, so non-living things, they don't talk. So, now let me tell you, that something cannot be inside. We cannot have a non-living thing inside of you. So what you have inside of you that spoke to you is someone. And that personality is the Holy Spirit. Because he will always show us things to come. Do we understand? He will tell us things to come. The devil will not tell us our future. Either you like it or not. If there is any future that the devil wants to paint, it is the future that will create fear. That's when you see some if you have a prophet that all the person is seeing is bad, 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 and will not even prefer solution, that is not of God. Because when something is about to happen, God will prepare his people, and then he will tell you, do this, do this, do this. Even when he showed Pharaoh, do you remember, Pharaoh had a dream of, of uh, seven thin cows that swallows up, uh, that swallowed seven fat cows. He was trying to find, then Joseph explained. This is about, this is going to be about the economy. So what shall we do? And then he provided a what? A solution. Mm-hmm. So I want to clear our confusion most of the time in that area because I know that's one of the ways people struggle and then they're like, how do I hear God? Don't worry. It is not like a movie where you say, 
Mm. My son. Mm, my daughter. Mm-mm. It's not like that. Hallelujah. Right now, he lives inside of... Say, he lives inside of me. So he speaks into your mind. Hallelujah. You have the ears of the mind. And we are still going to pray that prayer this evening in the book of Ephesians. Hallelujah. So I said, the moment of obedience, the moment of submission, the moment of revelation. Please, let's quickly go to the book of um, Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7, verse 15 to 20. We all have that grace. The grace to hear. Jesus Christ heard. He said, as I hear my father speak, right? So I do speak to you. Hallelujah. Are we there? Romans chapter 7. From verse 15. 15. Alright. said, Apostle Paul was talking here. He said, I do not understand what I do. How many of us have been in that space? said, for what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate to do, verse 16, what I hate, I what I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, or should we take it one? Because some of you are saying this to do, to do, to do. <laughs> you can see the Bible is so sweet, poetic, you know, the rhymes. Like some of us that like rhymes. Read the Bible, it's sweet, oh. I'm telling you. So I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I what I do. Verse 16. And if I do what I do not want to do, okay, I agree that the law is good. Now, for me, this actually shows the internal conflict that went on in the mind of Apostle Paul. Now, if Apostle Paul the Great could have internal conflict, do you think we won't have it? It shows it's something that is common to man. Apostle Paul literally will hear God. At some point, he said he was in the third day, he was in that heaven, he could hear some things that he could not even write down. At some point, in a place of fulfilling purpose, in a place of our work, in a place of our career, in a place of our journey, right? As Christians, some things will come up and then you're like, ah, if not be saved because say, I be Christian. I for slap you now. That one you have even said, but sometimes it's inside of you, the person is talking, you're like, hmm. Mm-hmm. And that one you have said, <laughs> you have said a lot of things. Mm. Okay. All right, all right. You know, sometimes some people are even talking, okay, okay, all right, all right. In your mind, they're like, you don't saw that they learn right now. Do you understand? What is he saying? What she's saying? You are already boiling. Like Apostle Paul, what I do not want to do, I do do. Do you understand? Or even sometimes in your own life, you know these things. I really want to do this. But you get that conflict inside of you saying your flesh telling you, no, this is what you should do. Enough is enough. Enough said. Stand up for yourself. Speak out. And then at some point, there will be a refrain. Ah, you are my child. Like the Holy Spirit. It's very soft and gentle. 
and then now what is saying that if I do what I hate then I'm saying that what it's not far that the law is good and Jesus Christ came to do what to save us from the power of this law We've been called into liberty. The liberty to love without looking back. The liberty to love without a birth. The liberty to love without expectation. The liberty to do good works without expecting something like an award. Let me put it at that. He said, if I keep doing these things and then I'm trying to work things out, I'm trying to work things out, and then the Holy Spirit is saying, do this, and I'm like, ah, oh, no, 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 ah, oh, no, no, ah, oh, no, no. Look at what he said. Media, please help me. Don't take it away in Jesus' name. Let's go to verse 17. He said, and if I do what I do not want to do, do you understand? then I agree that the law is good. At that point in time, he was already a Christian. Then he said, if I keep doing what I don't want to do, the things that I know that they are not, the things that are not lawful for me, as a Christian, alright, if I do then, then I'm saying that the law is what? Is good. But yet, greater than the law is what? Is the love of Christ. He said, on this do all the prophets and the law hang. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all, and then love your neighbor as yourself loving without boundary imagine this circumference is about love and then you only show love to people around here but we are expected to show love to others those that are on the floor those that are higher everywhere in all sector in all sphere of our relationship we are expected to show love But imagine Apostle Paul trying to refrain and say, oh no, this person showed me love. Is this person, person that showed me love is, this, is the same person that I will do what? That will show love. Because the, the law says that an eye for an eye. Right? The tooth for it. One tooth for a tooth. Slap me, I slap you back. But Jesus Christ said, if one slap you, turn the other. How many of us will do, we turn the other cheek? Somebody inside ah, he said anything you did, they been here. But we are growing, shah. We are growing, shah. You can imagine the kind of work we have been told to come to. Recently, Pastor was just, you know, we were talking with some of the leaders, and he kept recounting some things that some people have done. I just, ah, that's true, and we didn't even look at it because we still have to keep doing what showing that love. Sometimes you can call some people, they will just not pick your call. They just, they won't see any reason to call back. But we have to pick an offense. No. Because until we come to an understanding that we have a grace to not hold on to offense, the law will hold on to offense and then will say that you should repay. Do you understand now? But the grace of God, the grace of Jesus Christ will not do that. 
And that is the grace we can still see in Jesus that while he was still on the tree, while they were saying that, oh, Shabiah, the king of the Jews, now save yourself. Shabiah, a physician, now save yourself. Come down from that where from where we hung you, come down. While they were still saying that, while they were mocking him, he said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. Can you imagine? See, listen, the fact that we receive Christ as our Lord and Savior is not saying that we only receive Christ because Christ will become our ATM. ATM of goodies. ATM of favor. ATM of long life. ATM of prosperity. No! Yes, we, he has been made poor so that we, want, we might be rich. That is a particular aspect. But there's a particular aspect that is sure as for every Christian. Trials and tribulations, when you are going through it, will you go through it in hope that you know that you are already an overcomer? Like Jesus Christ said, said be of good cheer because what? I have overcome the world. When you are going through it, when people are not repaying your kindness, when people are misunderstanding you, when you think you are being taken for granted, do you have the grace to overlook it? Do you have the grace to forgive even while they still keep offending you? To continue that offense. Listen to this. I have heard this over and over and it is not going to work. When they say that you can love from afar, there is no love that can be felt when it is not near. And that is why God had to send Jesus Christ to die. He said that for God so loved the world that he gave his only people. So he had to come in the flesh. Because this same love God has been expressing since Genesis. We, didn't, we don't understand it. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, the Tarot. From all the books talking about love. Osia, Isaiah, come back, come back. From your while you were in your mother's, I knew you. Come, I know your beginning. Come and hear it. I know your ending. I'm the author. I'm the beginner. I'm the beginning. I'm the this. I'm the that. He kept, he did all the sermon. We did not hear. Until what? That love had to come through Jesus Christ, coming to die. Listen, there is nothing Christianese, if I can use that word about love from afar. No, we are not called to that. We are meant to show love. I understand the place of being hurt. And that is where I want us to pick another understanding. Can we go again to the promise of the week? 2 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship. How many of us remember why the Holy Spirit had to be given to us? To guide us. Beautiful. What? To teach us all things. To comfort us. Now, if the Holy Spirit is to guide us, do we know where we are going? Someone that knows where he or she is going. Do you need a guide? You don't. That's why you have to fellowship because you need your guide to guide you. You said to teach. If you know all things, why do you need a teacher? As a matter of fact, you are going to school and you pay because you must pay for your ignorance. 
you must pay for that knowledge. You pay school fees to learn the YDX. And at the end of the day, you struggle with the same YDX that you paid for. <laughs> Differentiate. I, I don't understand this thing. Differentiation by part. Differentiation. Kilo day. Let's just do this calculus and let's leave this thing. Or some people say statistics. Ah, course. You know. And some say, yeah, stats. No, 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 no. I teach. I can teach. It's oral, oral. So if we know all things in this journey of Christianity, or maybe we get the old knowledge we meant to say, oh, I receive Christ as my Lord and Savior, then you won't need the Holy Spirit to teach you. Then someone said to comfort. Who are the people that need comfort? Who are the people that need comfort? The broken-hearted, the depressed people, the hurting people. One of the things we don't enable, or we, or sorry, we do not allow the Holy Spirit to do for us is to comfort us. We don't. But when it's, we are in the war room, Holy Spirit, when you're fighting, but when you need comfort, when you need clarity, when you are in that deep hole, when you are confused, come on, it is time for the fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Listening to that inner voice, listening to him because he is in you. Someone that struggles with internal conflicts will struggle with external, with, in fact, we always have multiple or external conflicts in abundance. Because you're hurting. So a hurting person will go about doing what? Hurting others. I need, I need just two people here quickly. I need just two people here. You have the grace to be healed. Hallelujah. Please, step on me. Step on me very well. That I will say, ouch! You are wearing boots. Ah, don't step on me. <laughs> Oh, yeah, step on me. Okay, let's form. Let's form. It's pretend because it's not paining me. All right, I can't feel the pain. Don't let it. She said, okay. I'm not doing reality show here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's go. Oh, oh, now, you try to get my attention. You want to tell me something. Oh, yes. Can't even say sorry. I say hello, ma. Do you get that? Now, What's your reaction? What, what, so not a reaction. What did you think? Immediately I responded to you that way. What? I'm not happy. And then you are wondering, what did we carry? What did you throw? Like, what's, I greeted her and just, just, so you can see why or how the reason behind why people, some people react the way they do. Because they are hurting. Now, it takes grace for him to know, all right, to understand that the Holy Spirit is there, to open his eyes, to say, what is this woman going through? Why has she responded that way? It takes grace for him not to be offended. Are you listening? So, it takes grace to be able to forgive. And that grace, we already found in Christ Jesus. Who forgave us our sins? Why we were yet sinners? Christ died for us. Are you listening now? And so it is grace. It will just, the grace that has been given to him, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, now to be able to internalize it and say, Holy Spirit, why did she? 
reacted that way. So, oh, she's hurting. Okay. So, now that you know that I'm hurting, what would you do? Leave me alone. Can you give me a microphone? Let people online hear this thing. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for what? Did I... What? What? I'm just trying to help you. Help me? Did I ask you for help? <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Michael is confused. I <laughs> don't even know what's <laughs> Like, ah, talk. I'm trying to... Idea. Is there was Did I ask you for help? It takes grace to be able to approach someone that is hurting. Now, most of the time we know some people who are hurting we want to help them and because we offer help and then they reject the help we refrain want to help you before that's another place where some of us get to stop but until we accomplish healing the other person we should not stop he could have just said oh well i'm not kuku a pastor it's not my job it will just refrain. But every one of us, we all have that grace of what? Reconciliation. But why are you hurting? I just felt you're not happy. Oh, sorry. Do you understand? And then I told my husband, oh, okay. I'm sorry I, I reacted that way. Someone just what? Stepped on me. I'm sorry I took it on you. And sometimes some people that need help, they don't even know they... And really, at that point in time, I needed help. Right? But I don't know I need help because I was still in that pain. But I've just given it time. Let me relax. And so, oh, so sorry. I realized you're not happy. What happened? But I've just asked. What, what happened? Hallelujah. There's a way that's a, another teaching. I've mixed it together with emotional intelligence. A conflict resolution kind of thing. Hallelujah. You can have a seat. And that is conflict. I already have conflict. She stepped on me. I took it out on what? On another person. And a lot of people are like that. Hurting. Everywhere they turn. Are you hurting? Today. Are you hurting that you've not been able to see the need of others? Are you hurting that you've not been able to help others? Are you hurting that even others don't even show up on your list of intercession? Are you hurting so much that you think that you cannot receive your healing? There is grace. The grace that Christ already exemplified. The grace to forgive. And that grace to fulfill purpose. And that grace to show love. And that grace to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. To always know what next to do. That grace to really ask, Holy Spirit, please do what? Comfort me. Because hurt is usually internal. And it creates so much conflict. But it is the Holy Spirit that can help. Hallelujah. I said fellowship is a type of relationship 
that we must really hold so dear and never let go. Fellowship. How many of us fellowshiped today? How many of us how many of us have chatted today? We've chatted on WhatsApp. Thanks to um, one of the network providers, they bought some lines, right? After they bought some lines, some pussy used the other social media platform to do what? To communicate with that same number. So I've chatted with a friend. Let me see your hand. Beautiful. The way you chat with a friend, do you know you can always have that with the Holy Spirit? I'm not saying you buy a SIM now that you say it's Holy Spirit SIM and then you're chatting. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that you have that chat in your mind. The more you engage with the Holy Spirit, the more you know his voice. And the more you are able to yield to him. Amen. It is true that some people might really be confused. I've spoken about the grace to fulfill purpose, right? Have I? Beautiful. It is true that some people might really be confused on what to do or not what to do. I want us to go to um, Acts chapter 9, verse 5 to 6. Acts chapter 9, verse 5 to 6. Apostle Paul, he really had, we could read down to even verse 20. That Romans chapter 7, you can um, go for that. Romans chapter 7, verse 15 to 20. Talk about the internal conflict that he had and all of that. But how he still had to make the name of God, of Jesus Christ, glorified. Chapter 9, verse 5 to 6. One of the essence of why you should have a fellowship with the Holy Spirit. He said, who are you, Lord? Saul asked. This is about the conversion of Apostle Paul. He used to be Saul, right? Saul asked, I am Jesus, whom you are what? Persecuting, he replied. Saul was a teacher of the law. He was a solid man who believed so much in Mosaic laws. Do not kill, do not steal. And when the disciples of Jesus Christ kept talking about Jesus and were like, what's happening? This is not what we know, right? This is, it has to be about Moses' law. It has to be about the priest, the Messiah is not here, you know? And so it was one of those who's, who would um, enable the killing of the disciples. As a matter of fact, when Stephen was stoned, Stephen's clothes was put at his feet. So he was there. Amen. But imagine the same man that enabled, that fired the death of Stephen, Jesus Christ used. Say, so now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. Next verse. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound, but they did not see anyone. Now, that verse, it said, now stand up, go to the city. Then when you get there, you will be told what you must do. How many of us listen to the Holy Spirit that way? Imagine maybe when you get up in the morning, I know this is saying, ah, okay, well, um, I think Lekki, Lekki Road or um, Lekki Ikoyi Road will be blocked. Maybe you should just take Lekki VI and to third mainland, but maybe you're coming to the mainland. And they're like, by the time you got to that intercession, 
that um, lucky face one side. By the time you go to that intersection, you just see the road to Igoyi is quite free. Even the one in Lekki, you st- uh, to VI, you still have that old up and you're like, Holy Spirit, you just pium. Okay. This is obvious now, Abby. Wrong move. This one is what? Obvious. We forget that the Holy Spirit is about the Spirit. And then it translates them to the physical. And then it's preventing us from things that is about to happen. In Maybe what you are just seeing is just, maybe afterwards, is traffic. Heavy one. And maybe the other one is just, just that way in two, three minutes, it's late and then it's free all the way. Do not know. Because sometimes Google Gone cannot really replace the work of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Entirely. Or maybe there's someone he wants you to meet on that road. Like when Jesus Christ needed to go through what? Samaria. Because of that woman. That would definitely be an evangelist. So look at verse what now? Was it verse 6? That then he said, when you get there, I will tell you what to do. Now, if Apostle Paul should lose signal when he got to the city, if he should lose signal with the Holy Spirit, what will happen to him? <laughs> he will be what? He will be stranded. Many of us are stranded because we have lost signal with the Holy Spirit. Because he already told us where to go to, but we do not stay connected to him to know what next. At each, honestly, our journey as a Christian is like that. That is why sometimes the moment you wake up and say, oh, now I know what to do. This is my purpose, to keep preaching. You might be preaching and then he says, now you will be a missionary. Do you know that? Or, oh, you just keep planting churches. Maybe you will not just be a pastor all through. Maybe that grace is, oh, you are, you are what? A church planter. So you must have that fellowship. You must have that signal. You must keep having that chat. You must, you know, for example, maybe you are going to a place you don't know. And then only one person knows the place. Even if you have low battery, you always want to charge it so that you keep, that, that person must be what's connected. You even ask, do you have data? Do you have data so that I, I, can, I can send you data so that I, ah, I must not miss road. Do you understand? You keep saying that kind of thing. Just that same way is how we should have the fellowship with the Holy so that we don't lose, we don't miss. Do you understand? We don't miss our signal. We don't lose our purpose. We don't, we don't get stranded. That's why when you see some Christians with Ikora, it's because they are already what? Stranded. Though they say the grace. Not, every, not everyone that says the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ still abides in the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. I hope you are not one. Amen. He said, what God wants us to do. He said, I will, say, I will tell you what to do. I will tell you it is part time. It keeps telling us part time. And when it keeps telling us, are we always ready to obey? I said something earlier and I said, a moment of submission releases revelation and what? And instructions. I want us to go to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 15. That's where we'll be wrapping up tonight. 
you have grace to do anything that God wants you to do. Even if you've struggled in that area before. Hallelujah. If God wants you to do it, understand that you already have grace for it. And I want you to go to your place of fellowship for enablement. When you need to listen to audios, in fact, it will, before you know it, it just opens that up. I have a testimony. One of my sons, he said, um, he just applied for a job. And before he applied for that job, he said that thing just kept popping up. You know, the advert for the job just kept popping up. He was like, should I add that? People would have applied, oh, ah, I don't know why I'm going there to compete with you. He was already looking down on himself and all that. He said he saw it on LinkedIn. Some people broadcasted it on, chat, on WhatsApp. You know, he said on Instagram, should I, should I, should I? At some point, he applied for the job and then he went. Did I just mention the... I don't think so. So, he applied for a job. He went for the interview. Uh, he said he met a lot of people. They even wanted to turn back. Like, and he even got there late traffic. He said everything just looked like worked against him that day. So, he thought when he got there, they would say, oh, you're just coming. But go back. He said they already, already written names. They didn't even allow him to write his name. He said, hey. that's it's just sure that he wasn't going to get a job. He just came and said, okay, who knows X, Y, Z? Oh, I do. He said, okay, come. Just come and try it. And immediately he said, you got the job. And they told others to go. The people that have been there since 9 a.m., I'll be 8 a.m., I don't know the time of. How do you want them to feel? But somehow he kept seeing it popping up till he what? applied. Sometimes very subtle, it speaks to us. Even when you think you are not qualified, he speaks to us. And he got the job with benefits, with a lot of things. He said he was not even thinking he would get that job. He said something. I said, don't say something again. Say something that say, apply for this thing. It's not something that was is the Holy Spirit, and he got it. How many of us are really ready to obey the Holy Spirit against all odds, even against anything that looks so obvious to us? That is obviously ah, we cannot obviously this obviously that this job advert has been on for a long time. A lot of people would have. Are you think? Do you understand? Obviously, with the obvious reasons, will you still obey? Every step of the way. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 15. Ephesians, Ephesians. I want us to wrap up from there. Every day I need you to pray that prayer. Your walk with the Holy Spirit, understanding the grace and the love of God will be deep. 15. It said, for this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love for all the saints, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers intercession. Let's go. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. 
That means not just about reading the word alone, but reading it, meditating that word with the Holy Spirit. Let's go. I pray also, now here is our prayer, that the eyes of your heart may be what? Enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. The riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. That the eyes of your heart, if your heart should have eyes, is your heart not a person? Is your soul not regarded a person? You are that complete. So that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened, that it will grant you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. I said there is no way we can have revelation of Christ. There is no way that revelation and instructions will be released to us if we do, are not submit, if we do not submit, rather. To the whole, if we don't, it will not. It will just stay at the face of confession alone. But there is a further work in our confession that has to do with believing and that we are confessing according to the revelation that has been shown to us, according to the instructions that has been given to us. What exactly has been revealed to us? What do you know daily? How do you walk it? If it has really been revealed to him that this woman that you are about to talk to is hurting, then that means at that point in time, he will have to be gentle with me, right? So, oh, how are you doing? Revelation. Instructions. Living your daily lives. Every day. The guidelines. In the knowledge. He said, knowing the hope of his words, of his calling. That means it goes beyond saying that I am a Christian. Now I have given my life to Christ. It goes beyond that because the moment we, are, we, are, we do that, the moment we've given our life to Christ, a button has been given to us to run a particular race. Now, knowing how to run that race has to be here. And that's what Apostle Paul said. I kept mentioning, I kept praying for you that the heights of your what of your heart be enlightened. Another version will say that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. Open up. That song that Dusuye sang. Channels of my spirit, open up. I am with the Father, open up. No boundaries, no limits. Oh, until we are in that, we will know, we will think that some things we are limited by it. The only thing that will limit us is disobedience. Endurance is not showing love. They are works of the flesh. You have grace to forgive. You have grace to love. As a matter of fact, you have grace to heal. You have grace to be a complete person. Something is going on all over the social media, and that is about domestic violence. You have grace to control yourself. Self-control is not gender-based. Self-control is not African. Or lack of self-control is not African because you are a black man. It's traditional. You are the head and not the tail. The woman is also the head and not the tail. If I am the head of this house, who is disputing the position with you? 
you see it all over social media and you see women dying. Crying, children saying things and then some of these men you interview and they tell you that it's the way their parents, you know, their father too beat that. So it's now from generation to generation. And we need men that will get up and say it to stop with me. You know, one of the things that really makes it so painful is that these people go to church. So when the Apostle Paul is praying this prayer, there is an understanding to it. That the freedom that we have in Christ, that the grace that we have in Christ, is a grace of enablement to refrain us from anger that we cannot manage or control. Or emotions that we cannot control. No! And that's why I say that if I, if I keep doing these things in the flesh, then I will justify. I will say that the law is good. So we will present in a decabo Christianity. Let's it's not a garment. Let's put Christianity. No, you are a Christian. It is a person, a person of a changed character in God. That our eyes of understanding will be enlightened. I sat down yesterday and I said, if everyone that professes to be a Christian, if everyone that goes to church that says, okay, now I'm healed, now I receive Christ as my, as my Lord and Savior, have this understanding, this world will be a better place, even if you are 1%. Regardless of that percentage, because every good heart is really like an aroma. It's infused into what every place. When you get up every day, pray it that the eyes of my what heart will be enlightened, that I might know the hope of his calling every day. Understand that you are called. It's not just the pastor or the chorus stars that are, every Christian is what is called to shine light or even to be a salt. How many of us see you? You see your salt when you cook. You see it when you put salt in your food. You see your salt. <laughs> I know the one salt does not dissolve. <laughs> when you put salt in your food, you will know, but when you taste it, it has changed. There are a lot of people out there asking, and that's where some of us, that's who we are. We change the environment everywhere. We, we, yes, we might not be known. Like the stone, like the heart, like the star. He said, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Come on, infiltrate every sector, anywhere you are. Whatever you are doing, do it with the fear and the knowledge of God. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us. So anytime you are saying that grace, it's not just a creed. It's something that comes to bear in our daily life. Those three things. The grace of Jesus Christ to be able to walk this earth blameless. Christ had to do that. He said, he that was without sin, right? He bore it all. And that's why sometimes, because when we lack this knowledge, even when we try to, to tap into the grace of Jesus, it doesn't work. Because we do not understand the depth of it. The depth of love. Apostle Paul said, shall we continue in sin and say grace should abound? Shall we continue in unforgiveness and say grace should abound? Shall we continue in lasciviousness and say grace should abound? Shall we continue in greed and say grace should abound? Shall we continue in pride and say grace should abound? No. 
Because grace, and when you can't, it doesn't work. Because grace is an enablement not to be able to carry those things out. Do we get that now? Amen. Amen. I hope we've gleaned something. Do you, are you graced? Are you graced? Who is graced with patience? Hallelujah. Say it, if you know that you are that, <laughs> always say it, I am graced with patience. I am patient. I am patient. It's a virtue. Hallelujah. I am patient. Ah. Ah, for the love of Christ, constrain it. Hallelujah. Let's be on our feet as we close. Or do we have any question? Any question? Sarah, come and learn of me. I will teach you. I will teach you the Uriki songs. <laughs> All right. Any questions so far? Okay. This is a time of truth to yourself. To thy own self be what? Be true. You know that all this time you've just been doing being a fan of Jesus. Like we are a fan of how many of us we know Ronaldo? You know Ronaldo. Is it Ronaldo Ronaldo? Deep. Okay, Ronaldo. How many of us know Messi? Maybe I'm I can. You know Messi. Let me see your hand. Mm-mm, I want to see your hand. Though. You know, I don't I don't I don't want to say I know Messi. Momo Messi. You can't do it. How many of you do you know Messi know you? Okay, if Messi does not know you, eh, Ronaldo, he knows you. Asamwenga, he knows you. Sometimes we know Jesus, but Jesus does not know us. We've called on him, yet he doesn't know us. Because we have not been on that journey with him. The only people, Messi or whoever we've mentioned will know, probably those investors or their coach, co-players and all of that. The only way Jesus will know you is you have truly within his fold. And you know, maybe it's just by mouth, you are just a fan of Jesus. You can talk to him right now. That even this journey of Christianity, this new life of Christianity, maybe you are tired of where you are. Or maybe you just even want to rededicate. You just really want to really get that knowledge again and again. Not about then say, then say, but this time around, you just want to know him. You can speak to him. He is right here. And maybe you are online. I just want to know this thing called Christianity. It's not just about an association. It's not a cooperative. But as you want to know him, talk to your father. Ask that the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I want to keep having fellowship with you. For as many that receive Christ, as many will always have that spirit, the Holy Spirit. He said we have the Holy Spirit that inhabits in our temple, in our bodies. Said, no, you know that your temple is the temple of the living God. Where Holy Spirit is.
And maybe, yes, you know Jesus, but you just want to have that deep fellowship with the Holy Spirit again and again. Instead of being confused, you need guidance. You need him. Talk to him. Holy Spirit, I want, I desire that fellowship. I want that hunger with you again. Talk to your father. I will never be the same again. I will never return. I've closed the door. I will walk the path. I'll run the race. And I will never be the same again I will never be the same again I will never return I've closed the door I will walk the path I'll run the race and I will never be the same again. Father, we thank you because we know that you have called us to a new life again. We ask their father That we live a fulfilling life in the mighty name of Jesus. That we lead a life of purpose in the mighty name of Jesus. That Lord, we will not be a castaway in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that the eyes of our hearts be enlightened. That you grant us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of your God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask, oh God, that we be reminded constantly that we are graced to walk a holy and righteous life. In the mighty name of Jesus. That we are graced to do things excellently. That we are graced to do things right. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen.